Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Suhaidi. Hi, I'm Jenna. And welcome to Brave and Fate. Quite honestly, I chose this topic because I've been going through a lot of that recently. And it hurts a lot, but you know what? I know I know that it's God's plan, and I know that because I'm sharing Jesus' love and because I'm loving like Jesus, I'm not always going to be loved by the world. So that's kind of what this topic is about. I think that is such an important topic, especially for a lot of people out in the world, just trying to share their faith and just spreading more people to get closer to God and just in general, like hate in general. I think it's a really powerful thing that can affect you in multiple different ways. And I think deep down, like people don't really see how they're affecting you. They might just like see, like send you a hate comment, but they don't understand like how it affects you. And it might not affect you, but it might affect you. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't think people kind of realize how hurtful their words can be um i see it a lot when i share the gospel but i also see it when others share the gospel um but recently something that's been really big that i've been seeing that it it breaks my heart is sometimes i see fellow christians being hurtful when when someone else is sharing the gospel so whether it be someone trying to prove a point on tiktok being like hey, I did this, but I'm trying to change, someone in the comments automatically starts judging them. And that's something that we have to realize is not good and is not healthy. Yeah, I complete. I agree with you because your people, you have people trying to grow and people just trying to explain and share how they really feel. Just kind of getting into all of that and just kind of getting into their relationship with Christ. And then you have people trying to help other people and yet no matter what you do you always have this negative feedback it could be something wonderful that you're doing like it could be something amazing that you're doing but yet people always have that negative aspect on you and they'll still bring up things from your past that it's going to tear you down it's going to bring you down and people just can't let that go no matter how much you try to like move on from that topic and no matter how much you try to grow from that people always still decide to focus on the negative aspects of your life yeah 100% and um I wanted to get really, really like real with this topic because it's been happening to me these past couple of weeks and I, I've been getting my doctor and my mom have decided that I'm only allowed to have one type of social media. And at first they decided that it was going to be Snapchat. So I kept sharing my faith through there, but everything kind of bundled up and just and got <laughs> really bad it, it got really really bad to the point where people were trolling me just to troll so they stopped what my mom and my doctor decided to not allow me to have snapchat anymore so now my only source of entertainment is tiktok which helps a lot but i don't have the courage to post on tiktok because too many people can see my videos and I'm fine with the 500 people I have on Snapchat. How has the hate affected you lately? Like how has like, cause I see how you're always posting this. So I want to know how it's really affected you and how it's. So I'm just going to give a little, a little backstory from, from me and just how I share the word and how I just do stuff in general. So it all started back in, I think, I think it was like late July, early August um at during that time like my anxiety was through the roof um whether it be one direction stuff or whether it just be me constantly worrying and constantly having a sense of fear installed in me so that's when I started really getting bolder in my faith and I started to share the word 
Um, but as time went on, I started getting messages um, from people just asking normal questions. It was like, they would be like, if God doesn't do this, like, what does that mean? And I'm like, it's probably not God's will, you know? And like stuff like that, like simple things, nothing really big until people started implementing politics into it. That's when I kind of started to get scared. And that's when everything kind of sort of started happening because I was being yelled at through Twitter. People were, they weren't tagging me, but I knew it was about them. I, I knew that they were talking about me. And then a couple of weeks, a couple, not weeks, like at the beginning of September, my anxiety got a little bit better. I was being able to cope with stuff a lot more easily. Um, but I was still scared to share my faith. At this time, like, we only had maybe 10 followers on Instagram. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, this is cool, whatever. Like, I'm just posting memory verses every day, which which was nice for, for a good amount of time. But then... I got bolder and I posted a, t- I posted a, um, I just posted a regular YOLO. And I think the topic I asked was like, ask me questions about one direction or something. And a lot of like the people I have on my Snapchat, like a lot of them like go with one direction and stuff like that. Or a lot of them are just like Christian friends. But like, of course I have people from school on my snap too. So I said that one and I, and then I stopped for about two weeks. At the beginning of this week is kind of when it started to get kind of bad. I posted two yo. I did two YOLOs back to back. So I did one, I think, on a Saturday, like, or no, the Friday, Friday of last week, I think. I did a YOLO Friday of last week. And I got a lot of good questions. And it was like genuine questions that people had. And I was like, okay, like I answered them. I used a lot of theology. I was, I was doing really, really good. At least I thought on that YOLO, I didn't get any hate for that YOLO. But the most recent one that I did, I got my first two questions were just like one direction questions. So like, I thought they were kind of funny, kind of chill. Then I had only two posts on my story, actually three posts, because I had the original YOLO where you slide up and ask the question. And then I had the two other YOLOs where it was like the One Direction stuff. But then someone slid up on the first on the first one and was like, I'm just like, they started saying how um, how they don't care about my, my religion and all this stuff. And then they ended it like, I'm just going to skip your story or something because it's so blank long. And I was like, it's like, okay. Like I posted it and I was like, go ahead, skip it. Like, I don't care if you watch my stories or not. My stories are meant for the lost and for the broken. So if if you don't want to learn about that, you don't have to learn. Like, I'm not forcing my religion on you, you know? I think it was only two people specifically because I know, I can tell and I know the group of boys who were sending specific ones because they would sign a specific boy's name. And I know the group. I've been with that group either since elementary or since middle school so I know how they work so I just wasn't responding to those but like others that were straight bashing me I would reply and I would I would just I I didn't know how to handle it I would start replying last week it got really really bad my anxiety was through the roof and um 
that's last week is when my doctor first like started to prescribe me with like my anti-anxiety medicine and stuff like that that like literally makes me sleepy like i i'm knocking out at like seven o'clock sometimes which is absolutely great but like kind of sucks when i wake up at four o'clock in the morning i found myself just not being able to do anything anymore because of all the hate until someone brought up my sister i was done i genuinely couldn't like this person had the audacity to ask like if god's real why did he make your sister disabled and i was like i was like okay first of all you don't use that in an argument like why are you going to bring someone's personal life out to the public and be like look this kid has a disabled sister and like if god's real then why did he make her disabled and ask me a question like that i couldn't handle it i i it happened in the middle of one of my classes and my teacher saw my reaction and she kind of was like whoa uh what's happening with Haiti? she's having a mental breakdown again yeah my teacher um sent me a private chat and she was like hey um turn off your camera turn off your mic if you want and i was like okay and so i was like i was good i was vibing i was crying while i was responding to the message like someone after that one someone said something really petty that he like someone literally was like not y'all bringing up a disabled kid to prove a point i i reposted that one just because i thought it was so funny like i was genuinely laughing but yeah it, it gets really hard especially when people start to bring your family into it and bring things that you've done in the past into it um i don't know if that's ever happened to you or not so kind of going off what you said i want to say like how proud of you i am in a way because i saw like i looked through i looked at your story because obviously i love looking at your story more just what you have to say and everything like that and i remember there was one and it was like i having agreed like agreeing with what you said um why don't you get like a private story or something like that for all your religious stuff and i was like and then you're like, no, I'm not going to create a private story for that. And I thought that was so cool because you were standing up for your faith and you weren't hiding your faith and you weren't letting anything bring you down. And yes, I, I have to agree with you what you said, because I don't think it was right for them to bring your sister into it. Um, that was really, I don't know how to say that, but it wasn't correct. And I just think that was really off of the person that did that because that is not right by any means. When someone brings in people that you care about and people that you love and stuff like that, it's just it turns the whole situation around because you're not only defending yourself, but yet you're defending other people who you love and you care about other people that shouldn't even be brought into conversations are brought up. And it goes from one thing to another. And I think that, I don't know, I think it's really hard because yeah, as it is like, you're already having to defend yourself and then having to defend other people. Like, obviously you don't have to defend them, but if you care about them, you're not going to let someone talk about them and not say anything. Yeah, um, totally. So that like really affected me and i i didn't know like what to do i i genuinely like when people were telling me to make the private story i think in one of them i said something about like in the bible it says that we have to share the gospel and not just share the gospel with with christians but share the gospel with the lost and the brokenhearted because those are the people that need it the most you know like i wouldn't be where i am right now in my faith if I didn't have people showing me the way if I didn't have people trying 
to show me compassion, to show me love like we talked about last week. And how you're like, no, because we're supposed to show love to everybody. And I think that's so true when spreading the gospel and spreading your, the word of God and just spreading positive and kind words everywhere around. Like like in our last episode we've had, we said we had this whole impact and this whole relationship with other people. It helped us to get to where we are. And so I think when you have all that hate and all that negative energy it just really brings you down. And it's like, kind of, yeah, going off what you said, I think about the whole private story about how making a private story and how in a way you kind of think to yourself like why am I doing this but then you have to remember that I'm doing this for a reason and kind of going off the topic of, going on the topic of fear and hate um my mom did a song she told me one time it's by Zach Williams and it says when he told you you're not enough when he told you you're not right when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight when he told you you're not wor- worthy when he told you you're not loved when he told you you're not beautiful that you'll never be enough fear's a liar and it's like he'll take away everything from you like he'll literally like fear will destroy you and the person that you are and you'll be so scared to do anything and i think it's so important not to be consumed in that fear and that hate i know when i people tell me negative things about myself or i something people tell me negative things that i do i consume myself in that and that's all i think about and it makes me really sad and it, and I cry and it's it's not healthy because I shouldn't have to, like it's so bad but I know who I am deep down inside and I shouldn't have to let other people dictate what they say yes everyone's gonna have an opinion on you but I think it's so so important that you stay grounded into who you are and remember your values and that you shouldn't let what people say bring you down because at the end of the day they don't know your life they don't know your personal story and they don't know what you've been through yeah 100 percent fear will literally strip you down it's one of those things where it's like you either like build it up and it either builds up inside and you hope it dies or it's going to be um something along the lines of having to open up sometimes you're scared to open up because you don't know how people are gonna take whatever you say because for me that's something that's extremely hard i'm the type of person where either when I'm sharing, whether it be at Aftershock um, small group or whether I it be just sharing with my family, it's either I share everything or I share nothing. Sometimes when it comes down to sharing, when once you allow fear to come into your mind, to come into your heart, it's like fear begins to settle in. Like, it makes a room inside your head. Something funny, I'll share everything. If it's one of those things where I just need I just need everyone else around me to be happy so that I can feel a little bit of happiness, I'll share enough, you know? And sometimes it's it's scary. I, I know it's scary. I've, I've been there because fear, fear overtakes me and it, it overtakes a lot of people. And if you're struggling with fear and if you're struggling with anxiety, just don't feel lost. I know that that's like, so Haiti, what are you talking about? Like, I'm literally super scared. Like, what do you mean? Don't feel lost. Like, I feel God, like God's not here, you know? And the thing is, is that he's there and he, he knows that you're scared, but he's just, he's knocking on your door. God's a gentleman. He's not going to bang on your door and be like, Hey, let me in. No, he's going to knock. And when he knocks, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be forcing you to open the door. He's gonna be patient and he's gonna wait for you to open the door when you're ready. And when you open up that door and you let God in, and when God comes into your life, and when he, and when he takes away that fear, whether it be in spreading the gospel, 
whether it be in your anxieties, whether it be having fear that no one's going to love and that no one's going to accept you, God accepts you. And that's something that I think everyone needs to hear. Uh, I could cry right now because just hearing you say that it's all things I've been needing. Like I need like it's not only me, but people, a lot of people need to hear. And I was like tearing up there because you're like, I agree with you so much because you were saying that God's not going to force anything on you. And God's not going to be like, hey, open up to me. and Hey, come to me because God's not like that. And he never was like that. And he's never going to be like that. So it's like. God always wants you to come to like go to him and run to him. And I think it's so hard. I find it so difficult sometimes to be like, okay, God, take control. Especially right now. Like mine I, I I don't know. Like I always tell my mom, like I used to have normal people problems. And now like over quarantine I've developed well, I mean, I've always had anxiety, I guess, but like it's just been more present if that right now, if that makes sense to you. And it's like when I have like anxiety attacks when I have like panic attacks I find like I'm find myself like crying and like not knowing what to do and just like literally not being able to breathe and shaking and not focus not being able to focus on anything else and I find it so difficult to remind myself that I'm okay and that I'm safe and that nothing's gonna happen to me and that it's all made up in my head and I think that's the biggest struggle is remembering that it's not a problem it's not the outside because sometimes it is an outside problem, but it's more in your head. And I think just battling the fear within your head and battling the voices in your head is the biggest problem I face personally, because you're at a battle with yourself. And when you're with a person, it's easy to like be able to talk to them. But like in your side, your own head, like you're fighting with yourself. And I find that so difficult because your mind knows you and your mind knows all these things. But the more you think about it, it's not your mind and it's not your body. It's the devil and it's he's trying to remind you that you're he's trying to remind you of all your insecurities and all of your past remarks and kind of going off about something that you said earlier was about how you said you open up and like stuff like that I have a really big problem confronting people and that's like whenever like I have to like tell someone something I rather like hold things in than have to tell someone something because I'm afraid of what they're gonna say and what they're gonna think about me and so I think just really like opening up about that and just really being able to be like, it's okay to tell people how you feel. And it's okay to tell people that like, you're not okay with certain things. That's a really big thing because it not only help because if you hold things in, it creates more problems within yourself. And then your anxiety starts to build like that. And you just have so many problems. And it's so weird how one little thing can amount to so many other things. Yeah. Um. While you're speaking, you said something and it reminded me of a song and in the song nf he's a he's a christian he's a christian rapper and he's someone that i i really connect to his music because i i think i've said it earlier or i say it a lot that i'm the kind of person that only listens to a song because of its lyrics and how powerful the lyrics are that's why i like certain certain genres of music and that's why i like certain things but he says something in one of his songs and he says um i like to preach I, he says i like to preach to always be yourself but sometimes I feel like I'm someone else. And then he continues to say that sometimes I feel like I'm at war inside myself, but I forgot the shells. Like he he feels like he's like just totally being beaten down by himself and through his thoughts. And I relate to that so much because sometimes I can feel the Holy Spirit in me. And when the Holy Spirit's in me and then the enemy starts to whisper things and I can feel the Holy Spirit trying to take control of my body and trying to be like no Suhaidi 
But there's that part of me, the simple part of me that's like, yes, Suhaidi, fall into your sin. Or yes, Suhaidi, fall into your anxiety, fall into your depression. And sometimes I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes when you fall into these things, you feel better, if that makes any sense. Like sometimes when I'm sad, if I sit back and I listen to like super sad songs and let everything out to the sad songs, I feel better because after that, I calm myself down and calm my emotions. And I just totally, I blank on everything. Like I'm no longer me, a breathing thing. But when you're struggling and when you run to the father, when you continue to run to God, you're going to notice that you're going to continuously fall into his grace because God's grace is so beautiful and it's so amazing. And it's something that everyone needs everyone needs a little bit of god's grace and everyone already has a little bit of god's grace and something that i'm seeing recently is the sexualizing of hell and wanting to go to hell saying that the devil is your friend the devil is not your friend you see the devil is someone who tricks you to believing that he's your friend because the more that he tricks you and the more that he says okay let's say um suhaidi's gonna fall into this specific sin and I'm going to make her think that this guy actually wants something with her. And she's going to do this, 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 and this. And she's going to be my friend that night. You see you see where the problem is? The devil, the devil, the enemy, whatever you want to call him, is not on your side. He's the one that brings hurt into your lives. And it's it's so hard to see. And it's so hard for me to see people at school or see people on social media sexualizing the idea of of hell because when you're in hell you're not going to be able to breathe you're going to be suffocating you're not going to have any ounce of happiness you're going to be filled with all the things that you hate right now on this earth those things are going to be filled that's that's what's going to happen you're going to be filled with that you're going to be filled filled with so much pain you're not going to have any happiness because you're not with god because god's grace isn't in hell i'm sorry i went on a little tangent no, no, it's okay, because you brought up so many good points. So many people, and especially nowadays, they're, like, they bring up the idea of hell, and they're, like, they make it seem like such a party, and it's, like, a fun thing. I thought on one of your YOLO sometime. I don't know if I remember correctly, but I thought on one of your YOLO, someone brought it up. And they made it seem like, they make people make it seem like it's such a fun place to go. Like, let's go have a party 24-7, when it's not like that. And just, like, hearing that, like, kind of scared me a bit because it's like, yeah, you're with all of these things you don't like. And if you don't like them and if they make you anxious here on Earth, imagine living that, like, doing that for the rest of eternity, basically. And it all goes back to, like, fear and, like, your fear and, like, your fear in certain things. And it's like, do you really want to be consumed by the fear, by your fears that you have, whether it be something small or be something big by the rest of your life? I, I often think of my fear as a little voice inside my head and and sometimes um i think of my my brain as a house and each each house has a specific thing i have one house that's specifically for english i have one house that's ex- specifically for spanish i have one part of my head that's specific to hurt and to loss and sometimes i think back and i look at I look at everything that's happened in my life and I'm like, I, I, I'm the kind of person that when I start talking about the things that have happened to me, people start getting scared because 
I don't know about y'all, but I have this thing since, like, since I was little, since my dad passed away, that I just can't let go. Like, I can't let go of the fact that people die. Like, it scares me to death. Like, I will be driving with my mom, and I will be so scared that a car is just going to come, hit us a little bit from be- from behind, and we're gonna, all going to die. Like, that's, that's a huge fear of mine. And I'm being 100% real right now. And, like... Yes. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'll say sorry. that. <laughs> no, like, that's, like, that's a big fear of mine. And once I start talking about it, um, I've gone to a lot of therapists in my very short 16-year-old life um, <laughs> to the point where therapists have had to say, okay, I don't want her anymore. She talks too much about death. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's something that just it, – it, it, fills me like I get so scared and most of the time that's where my anxiety comes from that's where my fear comes from feeling like I'm gonna die and then I'm not gonna go to heaven like these thoughts just start to rush in my head or I I I can look at anyone anyone I just look at them and I'm like I think about the things that they're doing and I I think do they have a relationship with Christ are they reading their word are they praying? Are are have they accepted God into their life? Has has God been living in them? You know, I look at people and I, and I think about that, and I'm just like, I'm just like, what if that person doesn't make it to heaven? What if I never get to see that person again? And that freaks me out. Like I get so scared so fast because I do it to myself, and it's it's something that I just don't I don't know how to cope with. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> so uh, I shouldn't be laughing at that. But it's funny. Be- I find it funny because that's one of my biggest fears and where my anxiety comes from most of the time. So, for example, last night, like something happened and I was like, um, my mind was like, am I going to die? My mind went straight to, am I going to die? Like it wasn't even anything that big or that major, but whenever I have like really, really bad anxiety, like my mind does not know where to go. My first place where it, my the first place my mind goes to is death. Is like is, I'm gonna like am I gonna die? And my biggest fear when it comes to dying is like what if I never get to the people I love again? Like what if I never get to like tell people things I need to tell them? You know? And yeah. so that's always been like so like it's really like, it's like it's so bad, but my anxiety does come from dying and so just even thinking about dying makes me anxious in a way and it makes me freak out and I want to cry because yeah so I'll be having a good old time just partying it up you know and then I get anxious and I my anxiety kicks in and then I'll start okay I'll go through the motions I'll like have my anxiety attack I'll have my whatever and then I'll start crying and then it's like okay am I gonna die like I feel like like why I can't die like I'm not gonna die and it's just, I have to remind myself that I'm okay and that I'm safe. And it all goes back to, like, having that self-positive talk within yourself and having that, like, little battle within your mind. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons that that fear is instilled, I, at least in me, I don't know if it's the same with you, but it, it's it's the fact that life changes so fast. Something that I've thought up a lot is the fact that right now I could be alive, but the next day, maybe I'm not going to be alive. Or like, what if today I am super happy and then the next day something really big and traumatic happens to me and I'm no longer happy. And I got I got a hate comment about that. Um, 
and someone someone said um the 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 day doesn't change that fast or life doesn't change that fast we're young there's no reason why you should be sharing the gospel we're so young are are you sure about that like if you die today where are you going i, I like i just i stole that lyric from nf right now because <laughs> yeah i just added literally in there to add my own flavor um but yeah like it's it's crazy how fast the night changes <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> um no but yeah i think fear is such a scary thing and like hate and fear is so scary because you have different forms of fear like fear can come in different ways like for me it's like dying and all these other like super things that super little things that shouldn't even matter that shouldn't like consume me and that's what gets me I let the tiniest things consume me and those little things that consume me become even bigger and bigger and bigger and by the end of the day like here I am crying over something I shouldn't be crying about and that's what makes it so like I don't know weird in a way because you have like one thing that shouldn't even matter but then that little one thing can turn into another thing and then another and then another and by the time you know it like you have a pile of things that you don't even know where they came from and it all comes back from the enemy trying to instill that like hey that like I'm trying to get to you and you have to put up those walls (laughs) you have to put up that barrier (laughs) you just just have to put up those fences you know like (laughs) yeah you have to put up that barrier that's like no I'm better than this and I'm not gonna let you take me away I'm not gonna let you pull me aside from all of this because I'm worth more than what you say and I think that's a big thing is remembering that you're worth more than what anybody has to tell you like you have like going back to hate and but like hate and I feel like hate and fear really do come together because you have this hate and then you have all these hate comments about you, like this whatever like whatever type of hate whether it be in comments whether it be in person whether it be like people just talking about you it all builds up because you start to believe what these people think and you're like okay are they really is what they're saying true is what they're saying really who I am so you have to go back and remember what and you like start building up and like into that that fear into like that okay what if they what they're saying is right and what if what they're saying is true about me and you start to really question yourself and it's like so hard and so difficult to get back on track and be like no this is who God is like I'm God is I'm loved and I'm strong and I belong to him and nothing else matters but him but in that moment it's so hard to just let go and be present in God's word 100 percent. and I think right now we're talking about hate but we're talking about hate more in the sense of sharing the gospel but sometimes you do get hate for the way that you look for the amounts of likes you get for being the weird kid in class for sharing your undeniable love for the cookie song like you get made fun of for so many things and it's something that's always going to be there someone's always going to hate on you you need to sometimes you need to step back and you need to you need to put on the armor of god and you have to say okay that's it i'm not going to let this affect me sometimes i sit back and i think about it and i i'm not 100% sure like what the verse is but like where it's found i think it's found in second timothy um but it says for god did not give us a spirit of fear but of peace love and a sound mind and um my leader from aftershock she tells me that so much 
and she constantly is like, hey, do you remember? Remember what, what I told you? Remember what the Bible says? And that's when I have to stop and I have to realize, oh, shoot, God told me this. So I need to believe God and I have to stop believing in my own way. Like I need to block my own understanding and rely on God for understanding, you know? Okay, so going on what you said about when he's like, I have this verse, I know how it goes automatically. I was like, I know what verse he's talking about. Like he's like, I know this verse, I don't know what it's talking about. Like, I know that verse. I know what he's gonna say. Because that is something that I repeat to myself on the daily. I'm like, God has not given a spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound of mind. And it's like we weren't made to be scared. We were made to be happy and to love and to just be present in who we are. And another thing that really gets to me, like really like scares me and like is the fear of the unknown and the fear of what could happen and when it's going to happen. Because I'm a person who likes to know everything like right there. And then I don't like surprises. Surprises are not my thing. Like <laughs> I had a surprise party for my birthday and I was like, I literally pl- planned my own surprise party. Like the only thing I didn't plan was when it was going to happen. But I had to, like, I, not that I like to be in control, but it's, like, literally, like, that tiny little thing, like, I like to know when things are going to happen, and I like to know how and when, why. I'm not a person who just likes to, like, sit back and be spontaneous. I mean, I like to think I am, but let's be real for a second. I'm not. And going on that hate topic and going about hate comments and about sharing the gospel, I've never really gotten hate about sharing my faith. People have always praised me and complimented me for that. Um, and I mean, I'm fortunate and I'm fortunate and unfortunate because I would love to like defend God in that, but I'm always scared of what people are going to say. And that's so bad because I'm always afraid that people are going to be like, why are you sharing that? And why are you doing that? And it's just like, I don't know how you do. I'm like, I said, I can go back to like telling you how like proud of you how I am and like how admirable you are for that because no matter what, like, yes, it does get to you. And yes, like, it does affect you. But I am, like, in awe of how you still continue to, like, share God's word. Because a person could easily just not put that. Because you you could just be like, I'm not going to share that. But yet you put it out there. And you, you're not afraid to show people, like, this is how people are being to me. And I find that so amazing. Thank you so much. You made you literally made my whole day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think something that has helped me with hate and stuff like that is the fact that I wear my garbage. If I, I'm sometimes I, I, I share things and I, I get, I gain the courage to share things about myself with random people. And I, if it's a stranger or if it's just someone random, if it's something that I've already worked out and that I've already given to God, I don't care about it anymore. And it's it's one of those things where it's like so many things are going to happen in your life. And the easier, it's, it's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy to share the gospel because I get a fear. Every time I, I type something, I'm like, wait, is this right? Or I double check with the scripture or I I I literally break down sometimes because I don't know how to answer a question but I'm trying my best you need to sometimes you need to wear your garbage you need to show you need to show the world that you're trying your best and that you're working your hardest just to share God's word it's it's scary I know it's scary trust me it's scary I my life is crazy I get so much hate from literally one two people and I have a whole mental breakdown but um, 
it's it's natural you're gonna get hated the same way that the world hated jesus is the same way that the world hated his disciples so many of his disciples and so many of his followers were killed you see right now there's people all over the world getting killed for their faith just in california just in california on its own churches are shut down you're no longer allowed to go to church if you go to church you're violating the law you're no longer allowed to read your bible at home in california how did it get to that you see without us even noticing the en- the enemy is coming and he's weaving his way and he's weaving his tactics and we need to be smart about it and whether it be you listening to this from any other state and whether it be you truly and genuinely feeling the hate and feeling like people are just coming at you for sharing the word look at look at the world the world's not going to love christians you sit back and you see people calling all christians racist see you sit back and you see all these people calling christians homophobic you see all these things and we all get categorized for one thing we all get put into a box where it says that we are this and we need to live by that but the truth is is that we don't have to live by the standards of society and that's why i cry a few tears and i move on i move on because i know where i'm going and i know that the more people i plant a seed with the more god is going to live on on this world and the more his word is going to be shared and even if it's just a little seed it's one of those things where people are going to look back and they're going to be like, hey, look, I saw Jenna's story when she posted that memory verse. And, and now I'm, I'm going to open my Bible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at God's word more. I'm going to start to grow my relationship with Christ. I keep going on these little tangents. Oh, my goodness. No. So kind of going off what you said, um, when you were like, I see people posting these things. It's like a thing for me too. Like I see someone post something, especially on the Reels page on Instagram. It's like you get different content on there. So sometimes I get hair, like One Direction content. I'm not complaining about that. Um, or I'll see like people talking about God and just people spreading God's word. And it's like it usually comes at night where like I want to read or I have to read my Bible. I don't have to, but I want to read my Bible. And like the time I usually read it, and it's like I don't want to. I don't want to. But then like I see all these things. I'm like, okay, God. I know you're talking to me. Let me just go do it, you know? And it's times like that where, like, I find my, I have, like, my best Bible time. Does it ever happen to you? Like, you just have, like, your best kind of times, like, with God. And it's, I think those times are more special because it they come in times when you don't even realize that you need to hear God. But just reading it, it's like, oh, hey, God, you're speaking to me. And I find that so uplifting. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, something that I recommend, especially when you're going through fear and you're going through hatred and stuff like that, when people are hating on you or when you are being the person hating, is that you need to find a verse. Find a verse that sticks to your heart and that you can truly claim as your own in your heart and make it that verse that you go to every time you feel hate and 
it helps so much when you have people around you when you have a good friend whether it be like you have a friendship like me and jenna who started bonding over one direction and then slowly continued their friendship into a more godly relationship where we talk more about christ and stuff like that or whether it be growing a relationship with your leader at church find someone who's going to be there that's my biggest advice at this point i completely agree with you and i think just it all goes back to having that christ-centered relationship and always remembering that no matter what you do or where you go there's always going to be hate and you're always going to fear something or someone or a certain situation but you have to remember that you're in god's presence and that nothing else should matter to you but that and what god has done for you and i think it's always so important to go back and remember that god faced so much so much hate for you and i'm not saying like it's okay to accept the hate but i'm saying that god did all of this for us and so just returning the favor i guess if that makes sense yeah it it makes it makes a good amount of sense um something that's really hard is noticing when people are just jokingly playing with you or when people are truly and genuinely serious because as i was saying earlier I, there's a group of boys, and I knew who the boys were. I could tell who the boys were because I figured it out. Like, I genuinely knew who they were because I could tell by the way that they texted and stuff like that. But they were just trolling me. They were just trying to get a laugh out of it. But then it was the person that brought my sister up. That's the person that it hurt the most. Because one thing is just trolling someone and being trolled. The other thing is trying to disprove my religion by using my family. And I don't want to call the person out because I genuinely don't even know if this person is hearing this. Hating someone, you've committed murder in your heart. No, yeah, it does. It really does. People are going to hate. Find the verse. Cling to a verse. Fear is a liar. And the more that you run, and the more and the more, I'm going to keep saying it in like every episode, keep me accountable, please. The more that you (laughs) run to God, the more you're going to fall into his grace. And always remember that no matter what happens or no matter what you face, difficult challenges, that God is always by your side and will always be by your side. And he's stronger than any hate you may face, any fear that you may. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys so much. Um, Make sure to continue listening. We're going to be posting um, a podcast every single week. And you can follow us on Instagram at Brave in Faith. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We hope you have an amazing week, weekend, whenever you listen to this day or night, whatever. Um, We love you all so much. God bless you all.